generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Come on real quick, go to Philippians chapter 2 and from verse 5. Philippians 2 from verse 5. Here's what it says. It says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but he made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, because he did these things, come on, because he went through that process, therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him, I love what NKJV says, the name, not a name, but the name. He has given him the name which is above every name, which then suggests to us the names occur on different levels, that every name functions at a certain level. I wanted to understand that. That's important. You might as well start jutting right now. Every name functions at a certain level. Every name has connotations. Every name has implications. Every name has surrounding elements. Every name triggers something. It said that Jesus has been given the name above every other name. So see, the first thing that God did was the God highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus <laughs> every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I want to take note of this today. We're talking about the power of his name. Somebody put in the comment box, power. Uh -huh. I wanted to even say that as you type it, just say power. One of the things I want us to realize is that um, names are so important. Now, some of you might actually remember uh, way back in maybe secondary school, primary school, some of us even in university, there was a game we used to play and that was the game um, I think it was called names animals names of animals place of things or something like that <laughs> And basically what you would do is that you have a sheet of paper you roll Different rows or columns across the sheet of paper and then you put animals place things and all of that And so the task basically was that if somebody mentioned a certain alphabet one of the players would nominate a certain alphabet Do you remember that you feel me on this? <laughs> if you remember, let me know that you remember yeah, and, and then maybe like M. And so you had to come up with names um, that started with M. So animals could be what? Monkey, uh, plants or trees could be mulberry, right? Uh, things could be mar marble, you know, and all of that. 
And we're so excited and fascinated about names because there's something exciting about names, not just because of the names, but because they trigger things, right? Uh, another example I could use is that there might have been times in your life where you wanted to say something, you were trying to remember something or maybe someone and then you sort of like forgot the name. I'll talk, to, talk about that later. But names are so important. They capture attention. They fascinate us. They trigger certain memories in certain regard. But can you imagine what the world would look like if we didn't have names? You know, if you didn't, there, there was no John. There was no, say, Fidel. There was no Kenneth. There was no uh, IKO, which is a nickname anyway. Imagine if there was no um, Iyanu or there was no Toju. Imagine the, there was no name, like everybody was just human being. So imagine if you wanted to call somebody, go, hey, it's. Was, 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 something like that. That the world would be so chaotic, we would have no references. And there will be so much disorder. We will not be able to remember who is who and who did what. You know, there's, I think, that, I don't know whether it's an adage or a saying, basically, in Yoruba language, where they say that it is because of the day of trouble that people have names so that we can know who did it, right? If you were growing up, maybe as actively as I did, if you, you grew up and you were so active, like I was as a child, and maybe you broke certain things. You broke glass panes or you broke dishes in the house. Or maybe you broke some other important things. And they asked, who did it? Because you have a name, it was easy to spot you, to pick you out. So names are very important. There's so many reasons why we have names. But I want to start off today with just four reasons why names are so important. The first thing about names is that names are carry or are connected to identity. So the first thing that a name carries is identity. Uh, it helps us to know uh, who you are. So if it's a personal name like Femi, then we can streamline an audience of maybe a hundred people to five because there are only five Femi's in the audience of a hundred. If your name is Juliet, we're able to streamline. If your name is Ngozi or Adamu or Ahmed, we're able to streamline and we're able to narrow down the options because we can now say, okay, the people who are identified by this name are just three or four or five. So identity. But it's not just about the identity in terms of delineating or distinguishing individuals, but it's also about the surrounding characteristics, um, the elements that make them stand out. So for example, if there are five families like I mentioned earlier, then you ask which family and that brings us to the second thing, which means the names also help us with individuality. So the fact that we're five dummies or we're ten dummies does not mean that all the dummies are the same. Um, the dummies are different based on some other surrounding factors and forces. Come with me real quick. So you're going to ask the question, is it Dami the pastor or is it Dami the singer? You know, is it Dami praise or P. Dams? Right. You're going to ask, is it Dami, the sax guy? You know, there's Dami sax, there's Dami praise, there's uh, Dami the pastor, right? And, and so names also help us with individuality. And many times what happens is when you mention that name, there are actually certain surrounding things that help you know which of the Dami's they are talking about. 
So for example, if they said, oh, I saw Dami preaching, most of you will think about me. If they say, I saw Dami blowing the saxophone, most of you will not think about me. You're going to think about Dami Funsha Rai. And if, you, if they said, I saw Dami singing, then most of you are going to think about Dami praise. You, you get the point now. So number two is about what? Individuality. Number three is the names help us with image. And all those three are connected, but they are quite different. Now, when you have a name, there are certain images or pictures that you project. So, for example, if you were thinking about uh, somebody, maybe like somebody who's very punctual, right? Say, think about the punctual people, or maybe you say, think about Shem Cooper, and then you think, oh, he's punctual, he shows up early. Come on, somebody, right? So, the names have images. If, if I was to say Jesus, now most of us we have an image of Jesus in our minds, and this is the image that we saw on television, or the image we read in my book of Bible stories that we saw in my book of Bible stories, or is the image that we saw in some other book, and many times. We think about Jesus and we think about those images, whereas in fact, those images are not a true representation of Jesus. <laughs> They're an artist's impression based on a certain time zone. But generally, we have images around names. So many of us, when we think about Jesus, some of us don't think about the book of Bible stories, but we think about healer or the miraculous or the one who walked to the water or the savior of our souls. But it triggers certain pictures in our minds which may be accurate or sometimes inaccurate. Number four, the purpose of names is that we introduce ourselves by our names. So names are important for introduction. And uh, when you show up in a place, they say, uh, somebody says, hi, my name is uh, Felix. And then you're, gonna, you're not gonna say, hi, I'm a boy. <laughs> that would be weird. You're not gonna say, hi, I'm a man. No, you're gonna say, hi, my name is James, or my name is uh, Ngozi, or whatever your name is. So these four major things are very important, and you want to keep them in mind as we begin to look at the names of God and the name of Jesus and the power of the name of Jesus. Now, what is also true um, is that not only uh, does do human beings have names, not only do human beings have names, but God also has names, as a matter of fact. God has names and we see God operating and manifesting introducing himself by his different names or the names that people call him when you look through the Bible there are over 300 names that God is called by he is called our sanctuary my God and when you think about sanctuary there's an image that means is your safe space is your tabernacle of truth is your temple of security he is the place in which you hide he is called a shepherd and when you think about a shepherd you think about pasture lush pastures you think about somebody who's catering to your knees who's picking the ticks away from your fore you see somebody who's grooming you he's called our light David said, the Lord is my light and my salvation in Psalm 27. In Psalm 23, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. In Psalm 91, Moses says, teach us the number of days that we may apply our hearts into wisdom. So God is our teacher. 
In Psalm 18, David says that by my God, I've leapt over a wall. By my God, I've broken. I can break a bow of steel. I run through a troop by my God. So he's my militant director. He's my generalissimo. <laughs> he's the captain of my salvation. Come on, somebody. In Joshua 6, an introduction of the captain of the Lord's army, the theophanic manifestation of Jesus Christ. So we see the different names of God. He's our rock. Deuteronomy tells us that his word is perfect. Oh, he's our shield and our buckler. Psalm 3 tells us, Psalm 5 tells us that he'll surround righteous people as with a shield. Come on. So we see the different names of God. What do you call him? We see him as Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides all of our needs. We see him as Jehovah Rapha, the one who heals our sicknesses. We see him as Jehovah Sekenu. He's the Lord as our righteousness. He's Jehovah Mekadesh. He's the Lord as sanctification. He's Jehovah El Gibor. He's the mighty God. Come on. He's Jehovah El Elyon, the most high God. He's Jehovah Shammah, the ever-present God. We see these names of God. We see all these different names of God that reflect the identity of God that reflect the individuality of God, that reflect the images of God, that reflect also the introduction of God into the earth at different times. What do you call him? I feel like extolling him some more. He is my bulwark. He is my shield. He's the lifter of my head. He's my elevator. He's my PR manager. He's my lift. He is my boost. Who's better than Lucozet Boost? He is sweeter than Sweet Sensation. Bigger than Mr. Biggs. Come on, it's tastier than Tasty Fried Chicken. He's my dough. He's my bread. He's my water. He's my wine. He's my satisfaction. He's my hunger. He's my desire. He's my craving. He's my sweetness. He is my elevator. He is the burning flame in the cold season, the light in darkness, the shield in the time of battle, the physician who's never killed a patient, the warrior who's never lost a battle, the lawyer who's never lost a court case, the accountant who's never confounded, the carpenter who not only constructs wood and frame and building but who builds and rebuilds broken lives. He is the potter, I am the clay. He is the river, I am the bank. He is the life, I am a vessel. He is the light, I am his candle. Call the names of God right now. Can you call the names of God? Call him what he has been to you. Oh, help him. He's the one who comes through just at the nick of time. He's never too early. He's never too late. He's always right on time. He's the one who displaces my distress, dissolves my depression. He asphyxiates my anxiety. He orders my steps like I order food at a public restaurant. Hey, God of my life, my, my, my lover, my lover. He calms my nerves when I'm anxious. He robs the back of my head and the nape of my neck. He blows me kisses and soothes me. He casts my cares away. He frazzles my fears and he wears out my worry with whispers of wondrous assurance. He is God. 
and I'm excited about him. Are you excited about God? Is somebody feeling like a jelly already just being, being oh yeah. do you Do you feel the power of God and the love of God? Because as you call his name, his identity is made manifest in your space and in your life. Oh yeah, as you call his name, glory to God. Can you call him? Type right now in the chat box, what name are you calling him? Oh, do you want us to go to the native languages? Hiya. Somebody in the Yoruba language called call him Bombo. Idile Jesse. Sounds so heavy. He is the roots of David. Dayakasanda. Somebody called him Olawo Bamborod, the one with the outstretched arm, the one who rolls back times and seasons, the one who pushes the dark clouds away, the one who parts the Red Sea with the whisper of a word from his mouth. He is God, and I'm blessed to be called his baby. Come on, come on, call his name. He's the God of the night season, the God of the daytime, the God of the dawn, and the God of the dusk. The God of light and the God who shines light and darkness. The God who draws and the God who leads, who guides, who ordains, who pampers and yet he disciplines. That's the God that we serve. And he has a name and he has names and he has a name and he has names. And when we look through the Bible we see that God introduces himself to different people at different times with different names based on his expressions because there is no one name that can capture the entirety of all that God is. No one name that can capture the fullness of the manifestations, the dynamism of the expressions of the spirit. And one of the things that we see, one of the people that really sought the face of God was Moses. Moses said, you know, God, you've sent me to lead this people, but you've not revealed yourself to me. Now, the interesting thing is that when God originally encountered, gave Moses an encounter in Exodus chapter 3, when he commissioned Moses and said, you're going to go back to Egypt, you're going to get the people out of Egypt. I prophesy over somebody right now. Whatever it is that you've been surrounded by over the last seven days, the last 14 days, the last 21 days, that as you enter into the revelation of the power of his name, you will walk out of that place free unscathed, uh, untouched by the powers of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. You are coming out of it experientially, not just theoretically. So God said to Moses, said, uh, God said, Moses said to God, who should I say is sending me? I need a name. <laughs> I need a name. I need to be able to refer, to be able to introduce. It is difficult for you to introduce someone whose name you don't know. <laughs> I'm going to get to that shortly. And so what it is that God said to Moses, he said, I am who I am. Exodus 3.14. As a matter of fact, you see, when you read that in the English language, it sounds like I am that I am, you know, or I am who I am. But when you look at it deeper, you're going to discover something about that. In the original Hebrew, it is not just an introduction of a name. It is the revelation of an ongoing experience. What the I am means in the original Hebrew is the expression to be. <laughs> in other words, God was saying to Moses, you cannot describe me by a name that is only a slice of the possibilities that are unfolding. That you cannot lock me up and box me 
within the perimeters of a phrase, the perimeters or the parameters of your understanding or the limited context of your thinking. He was saying to Moses that your cognitive ability, your uh, verbal description, your verbiage that you use to try to contain and carry me will break and bust under the weight and the heaviness of what I am able to be. The original Hebrew says to be, I am who I am. In other words, there is nobody who can describe my fullness by observing me. Because nobody can even live long enough to be able to see the full panoply, the full spread, the full unveiling, the entirety of the encyclopedia, the entirety of the ever-evolving encyclopedia of my attributes and my characteristics and my possibilities and my value and my worth. As a matter of fact, I personally believe that one of the reasons we're going to live for eternity is that it's going to take that long for us to interact intimately with the fullness of the Godhead, with the fullness of all that God contains. So when God said to Moses, I am who I am, he's saying to Moses, for you to see all that I can be, you have to keep watching the space. For you to see all that is possible for me, you have to keep walking with me. You can't get it in a day. You can't get it in one moment. You can't get it in a week. You can't get it in a month. How can you understand the fullness of the one who created eternity in only a frame of time? It's like you trying to watch a three-hour movie in one second. It's not possible. Let me say it in Nigerian palace. Kolewek. Put it in the comment box. Say Kolewek. I want you right now to high-five somebody. In other words, find the high-five emoji on your phone or your device right now and tag to people you're high-fiving and high-fiving and tell them could they work could they work could they work you can box an eternal god as a matter of fact you can box a god who's superior to eternity into a definition with time so your whole life ought to be the constant and the never-ending expression of the diversity and the dynamism and the dexterity of a god that cannot be labeled of a god that cannot be contained of a God that cannot be restricted, regimented, held in a box, put in an ark, locked up in a document, sealed in the pages of an intelligent writer's uh, delineation. You cannot keep God in a box. Your God is unboxable. Your God is unlimited. And when God says to Moses, I am who I am, I self-determine my manifestation. I don't manifest myself based on what society thinks, what the economy calls for, what the news is advocating. I don't manifest myself based on peer pressure. There is no God that I'm trying to be like, trying to beat, trying to defeat, trying to impress. I'm too big to seek to impress anybody or anyone at any time. I am God and beside me, there is no other. I love the way my pastor says it. He said that, oh yes, David looked for God's birthday, he couldn't find it. Looked for, looked for God's death day, he couldn't see it. And he said, oh, you are from everlasting to everlasting. God has no birth certificate. God has no post-mortem. God has no obituary. God has no, oh my God. He leaves beyond time outside of time and is bigger than eternity how do i know he created all of time and eternity that means that he pre 
existed before time, before eternity. He lives in a zone that words cannot describe. He says, I am who I am. I will be who I choose to be. I am the to be God. To be continued, to be revealed, to be unveiled, to be manifest, to be, I am the to be God. Somebody put in the comment box, to be, Mm -hmm. to be, to be, to be. That's why John said, it does not yet appear what we shall be like, but we know that when we see him, we shall be like him. In other words, even though we are saved and redeemed right now, the full expression of who we shall be, is still yet to come because we are in the to be God. To be, to be God, to be is going to be. I am who I am. Can I propose to you that one of the challenges that we have in our generation, one of the reasons many of us, and possibly you listening to this right now, watching this right now, the reason you've been unable to introduce God to your generation is because you don't know the power of his name. It is difficult to introduce somebody whose name you don't remember. Hey! <laughs> well, let me bring it home. Have you ever been at an event before? Maybe family parties, some kind of event, social hangout. And then you were talking to this guy. You guys were really in. You guys were gisting. You were talking. You vibing. Everybody just follow. Oh, you guys have known yourselves for forever. And true, you had met the guy maybe five times before at different places, like a family friend, old uncle, or something. And then somebody walks into the conversation, and the person like, wow, oh, you guys, you, you know each other. And the person sort of like expecting you to introduce that person, but you're so embarrassed. Has he happened to you before? <laughs> It's happened to me before when you're like, um, um, meet, you know, uh, meet my friend, <laughs> meet my friend, um, yes, from school. Or some of us will be like, you see that guy, you're supposed to know his name. And go, mmm, chairman, ah, chairman, how far now, oh, my guy. You know, that's what people say, my guy, mm, fine girl, babe. And the issue is, whenever we try to introduce people whose names we have forgotten, we end up embarrassing ourselves. One of the reasons many of us struggle to introduce God to our generation, either by evangelism or by the workings of miracles and the supernatural, is that we have forgotten the name of God. We have forgotten, not that we don't know G-O-D, but the weight, the attributes, the identity, the individuality, the distinctives. Of that God is no longer prominent in our psyche, in our consciousness, in our orientation. It's no longer the pervading the climate of our thinking and our contemplation. We have forgotten the name of God. I remember in Guinea Lag, there was this guy I used to run into. Um, we're not in the same department, but I think he used to live in a hostel that was not far from my, my department. My department was chemical engineering. was chemical engineering. And then I think he used to live in Jaja or maybe it was a faculty of science. And if you know anything about the architectural landscape of Unilag, you will know what I'm talking about. So we used to bump into one another uh, or each other pretty frequently. But this guy, I would introduce myself to him over and over and over, and he always forgot. <laughs> He always forgot my name. So today, I'm Delapo. Hi, what's up, Delapo? I'm like, no, I'm Dami. He's <laughs> oh, Dami, I'm sorry. And the next week, he goes, oh, hi, George. <laughs> now, now, the theme was not that he was forgetting, not just that he was forgetting, but he was enthusiastic about calling me the wrong name. And for many of us, 
even though we call Jesus the image in our minds, the identity of that Jesus in our minds is somebody who may or may not help us. Somebody who sometimes cares and maybe doesn't really care. And so essentially we're calling Jesus George. Essentially we're calling Jesus friends. Our friends is we're calling Jesus uh, give me those names Ngozi or Felicia because we're transposing on the name of Jesus the characteristics and the attributes of people who failed us in the past, who disappointed us in the past, who overlooked our needs in the past. And so when it is that we pray or call his name today, we are not entirely convinced and sure that he's going to respond. But I come today to let you know that the Lord is staring in your heart and in your spirit a fresh revelation of his identity. That before the teaching is over, something, and I believe that is burning already in your heart, will begin to burn brightly in your spirit, man. You will begin even to find the freshness of the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody say, don't forget his name. High five somebody in the chat box, say, don't forget his name. Don't forget his name. One of the things that God told the children of Israel to do whenever there was a miracle, uh, like when the parted, when the walk through the Jordan and the Jordan parted, when the priest stepped into the Jordan, he said, take 12 stones, make it a memorial so that people will remember, remember, never underestimate your forgetfulness. Many of us would tend to forget. So he said, remember that it was the Lord that did it. One of the things that we must do is that we must remember the name of God. We must remember the name of God. Do you know his name? And if you know his name, do you remember his name? Do you remember that he is the rock? So when everything seems to be falling apart in your life, if you are standing on him by faith, you have no reason to fear. Oh, Yakatos Payaka. Remember that he's the living water that pours like rivers from the belly of your spirit. So when there is dryness all around you and it feels like you cannot pray or that your prayers are hitting the wall and bouncing back, remember that you are not calling a God on the outside, but you are unlocking the river of the spirit on the inside by faith in his name. When it looks like the doctor's report is crazy and everything is topsy-topsy, remember that he's Emmanuel, the God with us and the healer of our bodies, the one who will see us through the dark alleys and the valleys of life. Please remember this. Psalms 20 verse 7 to 9. Psalms 27 to 9. He says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will. <laughs> it's our decision. It's our choice. We will remember the name of the Lord our God. He says that they have bowed down and fallen. Those people who put their trust in horses, these people who put their trust in chariots, in other words, who put their trust in horses that God made and in chariots that men made, people put their trust in things that God made and put their trust in things that men made and then they forget the God who made the men, who made the things. He says, we're going to remember. It's amazing how many of us can remember the names of all the players on our favorite teams. It's amazing how many of us can remember the names of the... <laughs> of the characters in Money Heist mm -hmm. or in Unbroken mm -hmm. or in Netflix mm -hmm. or in iFlix mm -hmm. mention those names 
and you remember those names and remember their character and their attributes and who's jealous and who's angry and who's sneaky and who's manipulative but we tend to forget the name of our God I want to challenge you today that one of the assignments you must have this week is that every day you must call on the name of God call on the name of God call on the name of God <laughs> remember remember to call on that name by the way as a matter of announcement i'm going to be releasing my new single very 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 soon <laughs> and it's the song as we call upon the name and this is pure coincidence i from the calendar this time that this message should have come maybe like three or four weeks ago but I believe that this is a divine incident that in this season, when we're talking about the power of the name, the song is also coming out. So look out for the song. It's going to be a great blessing to you. And I trust that you're also going to share, share, share. So Psalms 27 tonight, it says, but we remember the name of the Lord our God. Why does it say that? Because things around you want to forget the name of the Lord. So you see now their names being thrown in the air. Names of viruses, names of diseases, names of sponsors, names of billionaires, names of vaccines, names of elements, names of challenges, names of struggles. But David said, we will remember the name of the Lord. I will call on that name. It says they bow down and fallen, but we, will, we have risen and stand upright. You see, when those who put their trust in what God made fall, because we put our trust in the God that made those things, we don't fall with the things that he made. God doesn't fall with the things that he made. So when I stand with God, when the things that God made fall, I remain standing. When people put their trust in the things that man made, and those things fail and fall, and they will fail and fall at some point, what will remain forever is what the Lord has made himself and the Lord himself. Rather, what the Lord is himself, not just what he has made, but the Lord himself. And when we stand with him, when things shake, when the elements bubble, when the earth forms, when trouble breaks on the horizon, when mountains are crashing and stocks are disappearing, God will keep us standing. It's the same Lord with the king answer us when we call. Psalm 119. Verse 55, Psalm 119 verse 55 says, I remember your name in the night, O Lord, and I keep your law. He says, I remember your name. I remember your name. So don't forget Psalm 20 says, we will remember the name of the Lord. Psalm 119 says, I will. So there is a place for we remembering. But even if for some reason you find yourself standing alone, you will say to yourself, I will remember the name of the Lord. Remember the name of the Lord. When we look through the Bible, we begin to see certain things that Jesus himself told us to do. And next week as we continue, we'll look at the power that we've been given in that name and how we can engage that power. Today I'm setting the tone, putting out the introduction of that name and the power of that name. But next week I'm going to apply how we engage the power of that name. He has given us that name by his delegated authority. <laughs> he has given us the power of attorney by the power of attorney to use that name. Ayaka. Not to abuse it. But to use it for kingdom purposes. For his purposes. But when we look through the Bible we begin to see that God now says I'm going to introduce myself to people not just with names, but I'm going to come into the earth. 
And in our text, we find that explicitly clear. In Matthew 1, 21, we see, And she will bring forth a son, and he shall call his name Jesus. Why? For he will save his people from their sins. <laughs> God says, I'm going to come into the earth. I'll put on bodily form. I'll, I'll come in the likeness of a man. And when I come, I'm going to have a name. <laughs> I'm going to be given a name. And the, the angel says, name shall be called Jesus. The prophet says, his name shall be called Jesus. Why? Because he will save the people from their sins. His identity, his individuality, his capacity, his characteristics, his attributes, his weight, his worth, his essence, his image, his reputation will be wrapped up in this that he will save people from their sins. He will snatch them out of their sins. Don't forget, I wanted to see this now, and this is very important. Now, not only is Jesus going to forgive their sins, but he will save us. The promise is not just forgiveness now, because some people are like, oh, my sins are forgiven, but you know, I'm still doing all the wrong stuff I used to do before I was saved. God did not just come to forgive our sins, he came to save us from our sins. Oh, watch that now. And so we see that, that Jesus has a name. Jesus had a name. And then we see that he also said we should pray in his name. We'll look at that next week. And we can cast out demons in his name. We'll look at that next week. And then we can apply healing based on his name. But the question now has to be, why is that name so powerful? Why is the name Jesus so powerful. I want to give us four major reasons why the name is powerful. And these four reasons are the four reasons why the names of people or names of men are limited. Every other name of a man or a being or a thing is limited in these four dimensions. I want to also understand something before I list the four things. That in Philippians chapter 2, he says that because Jesus went through a process, because Jesus subjected himself as an offering, an eternal sacrifice, presented himself fully and entirely and completely to God, the reward for that obedience, it says that wherefore, therefore God has highly exalted him and given him the name. Somebody say the name. <laughs> the name. So what is the superiority of the name of Jesus? Uh, the first thing is that the name of Jesus is superior in character. Don't forget what I said earlier that every name triggers images, impressions. So there are certain names that when you see, you go like, well, you hear, that guy's proud. You, you just hear certain names. When you hear certain names, let me use some names that many of us are, are familiar with. When you hear the name Osama bin Laden, that's associated with terror, with trouble. You hear the name Saddam Hussein, that's associated with terror, with trouble. Idi Amin, associated with terror, with trouble. So names also carry character. The name of Jesus is superior in character. Now, there are certain names that you hear and you go, wow, what a name. That, so you hear the name Kings. It has certain character and quality. You hear the name Olua Toimbo. It has certain character and quality. Mention your name as well. <laughs> it has a certain character and quality. 
But this is the truth of the matter. No matter how stern and the character of your name is, watch this now, there is somebody somewhere at some point that you have rubbed off wrongly, that you have not particularly impressed, that you actually didn't treat so well because of some ignorance in your space or some other tension, some tension in your dealings with them or some uh, factors beyond your control. And so in that regard, your character is not necessarily 100%. So even the best of men uh, is still a man even at his best. Come on, somebody. But the name of Jesus is superior in character. That Jesus Christ is the only person who did not commit any sin. He never told a lie. He never robbed anybody. Oh yes, he didn't sleep with no prostitute. Come on, somebody. We don't see Jesus smoking weed. That would be so weird. <laughs> never see him do that. We don't see Jesus violating the laws of God. He was perfect and complete, even as a man. And that gives him superiority in character. Why? You remember that proverb or that adage in many African homes when you go into a school or a place and say, remember whose child you are. Remember your family name. Why? Because everything you do either adds to or takes away from your family name. Everything you do either adds to. And so because Jesus is entirely complete, ah, there is no blemish, there is no flaw, there is no moral failure, no sloppiness, no slackness. He is superior in character. And that name is at a level that is different from every other name. How many of you are excited that you have been given access to a name that is superior in character? And because you are in him, you are not just Damilola, you are not just Damilola Oluwatoibo, you are Damilola Oluwatoibo in Christ. You are Damilola in Christ. So your real surname, as my Namara was speaking, is in Christ. Oh, come on, type in the comment box right now. I'll say in Christ. Put your name and put in Christ. Damilola in Christ. Your, your new surname is the definition of the identity and so that character is stainless. What is the import of that name? What's the import of that superior character? It means that when I stand before God and I want to pray to God, I cannot pray in the name of Chief Oluwatoimbo or Dr. Oluwatoimbo or Reverend Oluwatoimbo because that name does not merit the fullness, come on somebody, of the attributes, the values, the weight and the worth that God is. But when I come in the name of Jesus, it is superior to my flaws. It is superior to my best practices. It is superior to my ideology. It is superior to anything I've ever done. It is superior in character. Number two, it is superior in capacity. I cannot bind any name. I cannot bind any demon rather in the name of Gates. I cannot bind any demon in the name of Shagari. I cannot bind any demon in the name of Buari. I cannot bind. Every human name is limited in capacity. In other words, no matter how popular that name is, there are certain things that it cannot get done. I heard a story, I think two days ago or recently, um, and there was a about a billionaire who had the unfortunate incident of passing on dying somewhere I believe in southeastern Nigeria in the past couple of weeks and basically what happened was that they had shut down the whole hospital to operate on him and whilst they were carrying out the, the, the surgery and don't forget because of the lockdown they couldn't fly him out of the country whilst they were carrying out the surgery from what I'm told 
and there was power outage and they couldn't start the generators the, the standby generating set on time and unfortunately unfortunately he passed on now that's really sad and I, I, I'm trusting God for a time in Nigeria when that is not going to be our story and you will be part of that solution. Even those of us who are international members, I believe that God is going to use you to bring about reformation, necessary investments in human capacity to Africa. But here is the deal. The point I'm making here is that he's a billionaire. And that there are seven things his name would have done. Maybe you'd have sent people to the bank. And when they hear his name, they're going to go, oh, we have to move right now. But his name did not have the capacity to save him from that unfortunate incident. In other words, every name is limited in capacity. No matter how great the human name is or the name of the thing is, it is limited in capacity. There are constraints that it cannot break through. But the name of Jesus is not limited in capacity. Come on. It's not limited in capacity. That name casts out demons. That name heals sicknesses. That name opens blind eyes. That name unstops, unstops deaf ears. That name, my God, dissolves migraine and cancer. Come on, wherever you are right now, shout the name Jesus. I wanted to shout it with faith. Remember the name. Shout it with an understanding of his characteristics, his attributes, his identity, his individuality, his, his distinction. Shout the name Jesus. It is not limited in capacity. It is not limited in capacity. Oh, it says, wherefore God has given them a name, the name, above every other name. Above every other name. Because of the superiority of the character of the words, they did not count in robbery to be equal with God. Character. Hey, Akato Shara. What does that mean? That he not usurp his divine nature, but subjected himself to the will of the Father. Capacity. That name is unlimited in capacity. Number three, that name is superior in coverage area. Hey! If you have any kind of mobile phone today in the world, there are certain places where you travel to, you have to roam your line. And what roaming basically means is that your, your network provider has partnered with a network provider in that country or in that domain or that space, that territory. And there's a business argument that they have where they are able to help your network provider take on the responsibility of supplying the infrastructure or the telecoms or waves that you need to be able to receive calls. Can I propose to you that Jesus' network area is global? Hey! Jesus' network area is universal. There is no place, there is no place where you're going to dial J-E-S-U-S and they will say the network is busy, the coverage area is congested, there's difficulty. Come on somebody. David said, if I make my bed in the wall of the dead, you are there. If I take up wings like an eagle and you're right, you are there. In other words, he's saying that your coverage area is universal. Your coverage area is global. You can call on that name like Jonah from the belly of a fish. You can cry out to God like Paul and Silas behind the prison bars. You can call on that name from the top of a 
mountain like Elijah, or you can walk through the valley like David said and still rely on that name, the name of Jesus. He's not only superior in character, he's not only superior in capacity, but a superior in coverage area. There are certain places where you go in the wall today and you mention your name, it does not ring any bell, but the name of Jesus does not only ring a bell, it sounds the entire alarm. It rings loud than the bell. It sets all the chimes moving and sounding from heaven to hell, from the earth to the underworld. The name of Jesus is superior in coverage area. In the north, they know that name. In the east, they know that name. In the west, they know that name. In the south, they know that name. That name rings loud and clear. That name drives demons insane. That name can melt mountains, cause seas and oceans to boil. That name can bring what is going chaotic into perfect order. For in him, all things consist. He's the firstborn of creature, the firstborn from the dead. In him, all things find their form. And the alignment. Come on, somebody, wherever you are, give God praise for the coverage area of the name of Jesus. In Ijebode, the name works. In Isain, the name works. In Katangara, the name works. In Damaturu, the name works. In Lisbon, the name works. In Honolulu, the name works. In Bangkok, the name works. In Oslo, the name works. In Nottingham, the name works. In Jakarta, the name works. Come and help me, somebody. Uh, in Moscow, the name works in Delhi the name works in Kingston Kingston Jamaica Jamaica man the name works in Jamaica New York come on the name works the coverage area reaches into the courtroom it covers the surgical center the birth center the coverage area of the name of Jesus exceeds the parameters of stenographers the projection of quantum surveyors of the field engineers in the telecoms industry cannot even do the proper mapping for the extent of the name of Jesus. It pierces through stones and brings water out of rocks. It pierces through fire and removes the heat of the intensity of the fire so that four Hebrew children can be in there and the Son of Man shows up with them because the coverage area moves from water to fire. Jesus walked on water. Jesus appeared in fire. My God, my God. The name works in every situation, every circumstance, every area. Come on, somebody give God praise. I feel like staying on the coverage area of the name. So if you're in debt, the name works. If you're feeling sick in your body, the name works. If you feel sort of confused, the name works because it has saved you from your sin. Watch this. He's more than able to save you from the complications that came as a result of the sin that he saved you from. Ooh. The coverage area. Not only does the name work in terms of geographical spaces, the name also works beyond time. In other words, the name works in chambers in the supernatural realm. Look at what Philippians tells us. Philippians chapter 2 in the text. It says, Therefore God has also exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. Of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the, to the glory of God the Father. So he says that every knee should bow. Of those in heaven, <laughs> of those on earth and of those under the earth, 
There is no human name that has the power and the coverage area that the name of Jesus has. The fourth thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to close with this, and we'll pick it up from here next, here next week. So don't miss next week. There's just a, a foundation. The name of Jesus Christ is superior in currency. <laughs> the name of Jesus is superior in currency. By currency, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about relevance in terms of time. I'm talking about being up to date. There are certain names that used to be so powerful. Anybody know the name Gorbachev? Gorbachev? Gorbachev, I think that's the name. Used to be very powerful. Used to be very strong. You understand? Anybody, I'm trying to remember the name of the, of the uh, Libyan president, Mahatma Gaddafi. The name Gaddafi used to be very powerful. But today, that name is not as powerful as it was. The name Gorbachev is not as powerful as it used to be. Remember the name Kofi Annan? You know the name Kofi Annan? UN Secretary General about 10 years ago out there about. It's not as powerful as it used to be. And there's that song that says, let every other name fade away. I'm just trusting we're going to close with that today, that song today. Let every other name fade away. And the truth is every other name will fade away. The name of Jesus is the only name that will ring loud and clear, not only in the corridors of time, but in the hours of eternity. Forever and ever, we will bow and worship that glorious, complete. Ooh, I feel the power of his glory right now. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8 says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The same yesterday is superior in currency. You know, every other name, there was a time, that, let, let, me, let me even use the negative names, right? So there was the time, I'll use negative and positive. There was the time, a time, HIV, AIDS, that name was so powerful, so terrifying. People just felt, you have AIDS, you're dead. But now the people who have AIDS, but they're living with it. And I pray this, anybody who's watching this right now, anyone at all who's watching this right now, you have HIV, you have AIDS, you have STDs, whatever it is. I wanted to, to understand this. I'm going to minister shortly. The name of Jesus is above every other name. And the name of that sickness, the name of that struggle, that cancer, that migraine, that arthritis, bows to that name of Jesus right now. I command every other name in your life that is pulling on your attention, drawing you, trying to restrain you to bow right now. I command every name to bow right now, the name of the people terrorizing you, the sicknesses and ailments dangling themselves in front of you. Maybe sicknesses that pulverized your family, intimidated your household, crippled your dad or your granddad. I command that name, bow to the name of Jesus. Ayako Saba, that name is superior in currency. Michael Jackson was once a global star. That name still has some value, some weight, but it's not what it used to be. But the name of Jesus has unending value. It's superior. There is power in his name. I'm going to be praying right now. Minister, I want us to pray together. And one of the things I want us to just practice right now as we pray together is that you're just going to call the name Jesus. And you see something that's going to happen as you call the name Jesus. The atmosphere around you is going to shift. The atmosphere around you is going to change. Why? Because you're not just calling that name flippantly and carelessly and just like, oh, you start calling him Jesus. But you're calling from a place of faith 
Like blind Bartimaeus says, Son of David, have mercy on me. There was intentionality and faith in his cry and his call. And today, I wanted to begin to just call Jesus. And as you call Jesus, think about every other area of your life where things are working and where it seems like things are not working. And you're calling Jesus. And you're elevating that name of Jesus above everything, even if it seems like a death sentence to your body or a death sentence to your business or a death sentence to your life. Your expressions call the name Jesus. 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 The word says, wherefore God has given him the name I'll talk about the next week. The name above every other name. So this was not just the name Jesus that he had before he was born, which was prophesied. The name that is above every other name is speaking about the full weight of the endorsement of God and the character of Christ made manifest through total submission unto God. Why? Because the way you get a name in the kingdom is to sacrifice the name you already have. Wow. I'll talk about that next week. But the name Jesus is that shall save his people from their sins. What is the major essence of the name of Jesus? Salvation. Salvation from sins. Why is that important? Because sins are the root of every other chaos, of all the expressions of chaos in the world. Sins are the root of sickness. Sins are at the root of brokenness. Sins are at the root of failure. Sin, separation from God, going our own ways at the root of that. And if you're not born again, you haven't received the life of Jesus today, you're going to receive that life of Jesus. Can we do that now and then we'll sing general prayer wherever you are. If you're already born again, just keep calling the name Jesus. Just keep calling the name Jesus. Just keep calling the name Jesus. You can sing the name Jesus. And as you call, you can wave your hands. You can raise your hands to him. You can exalt him. You can cry if you want to. I feel like the power of God is so strong over this right now that you can sense his touch. You can feel his move. You, you're experiencing his glory right now. If you're not born again, I want to say Jesus I bow to you. I surrender my heart to you. I surrender my soul to you. I surrender my being to you. I release myself to you, Jesus. I release myself to you, Jesus. I, I release myself. I cannot save myself. I receive your redemptive power. Say this after me, Jesus. I receive your mercy today. I acknowledge that I have a sinner in desperate need of your grace. I acknowledge that you pay the full price for my redemption. And today I receive that gift of salvation in my heart. I receive that gift of salvation in my heart. I welcome you as the king of my soul. I turn away from my sin. I turn away from my past. I turn away from my evil doing. Yes, yes. I thank you because my name is written in your book of life. I start afresh with you. I receive your grace and your mercy. In Jesus' name we have prayed. If you said that praying, you're born again, you've received the life of Jesus, you said it with faith in your heart, believe in the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross and acknowledging, acknowledging him as your kinsman, redeemer, and savior of your soul. We want to connect with you. Please 
send your details to rdm via dm on whatever platform you're watching on send your full name email address and phone number to the number on your screen right now hallelujah in the name of jesus i want to quickly pray right now before we take our offerings you're still calling that name jesus right can you call that name you might want to place your hand on your chest on your head make contact with your physical body and all you're just going to say is i subject the entirety of my being to the power of the name of jesus no other power will have ascendance in my life let's say this together in the name of jesus say it louder in the name of jesus i receive the grace available to me by the mercy of god through jesus christ i align myself with the power in the name of jesus i admit today and i confess today that the name of jesus is superior to my name to my father's name and to my father's father's name i proclaim in the name of jesus that my entire life is subject to the power of the name of jesus i align with the superiority of the name of jesus in character i align with the superior character of the name of jesus i submit to the superior capacity of the name of jesus i release myself to the superior currency of the name of jesus i subject my being to the superior coverage of the name of jesus i'm covered by that name i'm covered from covid i'm covered from cancer I'm covered from sin. I'm covered from the onslaught of the enemy. I'm covered from the manipulation of hell in the name of Jesus. No longer will I esteem any name above the name of Jesus. No longer will I fear any name but the name of Jesus. No longer will I run after any name except the name of Jesus. That name governs me rules my affections, dictates my desires, programs my priorities, and fleshes out the fullness of God's plan for my life. I am a carrier of the name. I am Damilola in Christ. Therefore, I am saved from my sin. I am not only forgiven of sins, I am saved from sins. And I walk in the fullness of that. By that name, I walk in healing. By that name, I walk in power. By that name, I walk in redemption and redemptive rights. And by that name, I'm victorious in all of life's battles. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, somebody give God praise right now. Celebrate the name of our King. Magnify Him, adore Him, adulate Him. He's great, He's awesome, He's worthy. Thank you, Jesus. Generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908 123 4566. One more thing someone you know needs this. Kindly share this out.